Love this podcast? Consider supporting this show. You decide how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Visit the link in the episode description to support now. Proudly presenting Camp Pennsylvania, Pennsylvania's first and only DIY punk rock summer camp. September 1st through 3rd in Scranton, Pennsylvania. Come camp with us for three nights of non-stop punk rock all weekend long, with over 40 bands and tons of activities. Tickets on sale now at camppunksylvania.com. That's camp, P-U-N-K-S-Y-L-V-A-N-I-A.com. See you there! You're listening to Headliners, the show featuring the best and brightest of music from all over the world. Please welcome your host, Greg Howard Jr. Joining me on this episode of Headliners is British indie pop artist Ritho. His new single, Never Fall in Love Again, is out on the 30th of June. You can catch him at Camden Assembly on the 1st of July, and his EP drops on the 1st of September. Hello, sir. How are you doing? I'm fantastic. Thank you so much for being here. No, dude, I'm so excited. I really am. Really am. So tell me about the new single. Um, so Never Fall In Love is kind of a tongue-in-cheek thing of um, it being like never fallen, you know, I will never fall in love again um, because you're so overwhelmed and swept up by a person. It's my very bad attempt at sarcasm, <laughs> essentially where it's at. So if you had to describe the new single using only one word, what would that word be? Um, one word, uh, disappointing. No, um, I reckon I'd go for <laughs> anthemic. I'd nice. like to say. I'll agree to that. Absolutely. Oh yeah, there we go. So who is an artist that if they popped into the zoom right now and said, Ritho, you have to come on tour with me oh. right this very minute. Who, who are we dropping everything for? Oh God. So, uh, I think it'd have to be someone like it has to be someone that I like grew up loving, you know, I think I reckon uh, it'd be either someone like Foo Fighters or, Par- or Paramore. I just, the issue is I'd probably say Paramore though. I know if I was standing near them, especially Haley, I would, I would crumble and not be able to say a <laughs> word. So I think career wise, probably Foo Fighters, but Paramore would be absolutely fucking awesome. Paramore is the most popular answer to this question. Oh, everybody no. doesn't doesn't matter what <laughs> genre of music that that they make. Everybody's like, I want to go on tour with Paramore. They're just it, they're just so cool. It's not my. They are so cool. <laughs> oh damn! So if you could change one thing about the music industry, what would it be? Oh, just one. Um, God, I'd probably make it. 
I'd make it less. It feels like such a um, it's such a closed knit thing. You know, the classic is like it's a very closed group in terms of uh, the demographic of the music industry to every sector. You know, um, so I'd probably open it up to more voices. At least then it's at the very least will make it more exciting than just your average straight white man in a jacket probably what's a venue that uh you'd give anything to play uh oh see it it'd be it'd be one or two you know there's one um so i grew up in nottingham right which is kind of the east midlands of england and there's a venue called rock city there which i think i've been to hundreds of gigs it's like it's it was really cool it was a really good size but you got all the biggest acts like just came and played this really intimate show so i think nostalgia wise probably rock city but ego wise probably somewhere like o2 arena in london would be pretty awesome from the minds that brought you the smash hit podcast your life the mixtape and headliners comes your life the mixtape magazine a free monthly digital magazine that focuses on music culture and social commentary on current news and events visit www.yourlifethemixtape.com to subscribe today what do you think is your worst habit during the songwriting process <laughs> um crying hysterically for hours <laughs> um, worst habit i reckon oh see it used to be it used to be i used to just tweak things for hours and hours and hours um and then i, I was like oh no I, should, I need to actually put stuff out <laughs> um so i reckon now is kind of i go i reckon going a bit too personal there's no I kind of have listened back to the EP and I'm like, there's, there's no need. There's no need. <laughs> I could have been one of those cool songwriters who make up half the stuff. You sound really sick and then you just leave. But sadly, no, the EP is very much just a hyper-realistic thing, view into my life, I think. Describe your music using only colors and shapes. Oh, colors and shapes. Imagine if I like, said all this and I was like, black. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I reckon it'd be I think just be the colors of the the rainbow really there's like there's the bright color this there's, there's happy moments there's sad moments there's very sincere so I reckon I'd go yellows greens and then with a couple couple blues in there shapes um circle because it feels endless do you do you consider yourself an artist or an entertainer? Oh, it's actually a really good question. Um, this is all the heavy shit now. Yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> try, try and not make any jokes, okay? <laughs> um, I reckon. See, I think when I was when I record it, when I write it, I view it very much as an artist. And then it's like as soon as I send it off to mixing and mastering, then it feels like I put the entertainment shoes on. It kind of like feels like it's not a, it's not about me anymore. Do you know what I mean? Then it's like, okay, I can kind of, <laughs> I can stop just thinking about me and just trying to express this in a thing. I can actually go out and enjoy it and be the entertainer, you know, kind of have the more fun side rather than the the deep, 
this is my art. This is my passion thing. What's the moment in your career that you're most proud of? Aside from this, obviously. I mean, clearly. Yeah. Um, I reckon. Do you know what? I think one that really stands out was like, it was the first time um, I ever got played on radio. It was, it was a while ago, but it was just, I don't know. I think I was just, as a kid, always hearing these these songs on the radio. I was like, oh my God, how, how, do, how could anyone make that? And then hearing it first with me it was that was that was pretty cool it felt like i was um childhood me would have been quite excited about that hello there i i want to take a moment to talk to you about dear dean magazine from dear dean publishing my favorite subscription only monthly digital magazine it's got subscriber generated content about politics pop culture travel family pets and poetry and wellness articles and features contributor articles from nationally recognized journalists writers and artists and provides opportunities for novice writers and authors and other contributors to share their voice talents and words did I mention that it's completely free? Dear Dean Magazine provides free advert space for small creators, authors, and podcasters, fulfilling its vision that some art should always be free. It's owned and operated by Myron J. Clifton and is designed and distributed by Katya J. Lerner at Buzzword Consulting. Visit deardean.com slash subscribe to get signed up Tell me about uh, the moment you decided that you wanted to pursue music. Oh, uh, see, I've, I kind of, I was a very um, insular kid. I uh, just like to, just always kept to myself, really. And so I kind of like did music as like an almost a therapy thing. So you could kind of like exaggerate stories. You could work out feelings, all of that. And I kind of didn't really think music could be a job I don't know why it just didn't click in my head till I was like 17 18 finished school and was like wait okay what, what do I want to do now um but I think I first kind of fell in love with music um because I've got two older sisters and they used to sing in choirs the, the whole time and I just remember being like sat there uh, on my mum's lap and just looking up and just hearing it and just being like there is no way people can make this noise just being like so in awe um so I reckon in terms of that's where I properly first fell in love with music I reckon um and yeah and just kind of didn't realize it could be a job till 18 after extensive googling so if you could start your career over from from the minute that you decided this is the job for me would you do um, anything differently? Yeah, I wouldn't do music. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> um, I, would I do anything differently? I, I'd probably, I'd probably, um, I think it, it'd probably be more honest in terms of what I was saying in the music from earlier on. Um, I think I was just trying to, I mean, to be honest, it probably made for a better song, but I think I was trying to sound cooler, 
trying to make this catchy thing that sounded like everyone else. Um, and then it took me a while to kind of just give up on that idea. So I'd probably say um, just do that earlier on. But then again, if I change anything, I wouldn't be here now. So I don't know. I reckon that's that's what I say. Be honest earlier on. When are you most creative? So I'm kind of I'm a night owl, really. I kind of like. I think I work best when I'm extremely tired. I kind of have a voice in my head that kind of blocks everything, and it's when that shuts off. Um, I write my best stuff. I also, for some reason, anytime I'm on the toilet, ideas come. <laughs> I really wish it was like, oh yeah, you know, when I'm just vibing out at like 1 p.m. No, on the toilet every so there's a guitar <laughs> firmly in there. Um, but yeah, normally anytime at like the the witching hours um or on the bog so if if this i uh, if this podcast sort of turned into a time tiny desk type thing uh where does the new single fall in the set list i reckon it would come i reckon it'd be first i reckon i'd start out with a just a big song a slap in the the face and then just attempt to go up from from there but at least if we start big at least they enjoyed three minutes of it and the rest they can skip through so what advice would you give to the next generation of artists um i would say don't do music it makes my job harder (laughs) if there's more people (laughs) um that's fair um i reckon what i say i would say um just it's hard not to sound wanky but i would say just try and um try and do your own thing don't you know i'm trying not to say any cliches but it's really (laughs) hard uh but kind of do your own thing um and if people tell you it's shit they can go you know fuck fuck themselves really or they're exactly right and you should never start in the first place (laughs) that's 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 a you problem if uh if you had an extra hour in the day what would you do with it Oh, um, I reckon I would, I reckon I'd go, I don't, I'd go to a cafe, I'd have a bacon cob and a cup of tea and have a chill, I reckon. Yeah, very wholesome. Everybody else, usually the answer is somewhere around, oh, I'd, I'd sleep more. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. <laughs> I just, yeah. I mean, I think, I think I would, I would try to, and then I'm a terrible sleeper, not because it's like, I don't know. I get so excited by just general everyday things that I hate being in bed. So I think I'd just, <laughs> I'd attempt to sleep more and then just get distracted by a fly and then wake up and go wherever. Living with me is, is an absolute nightmare. <laughs> it's a travesty. I don't know how my housemate does it, but here we are. Guitar in the toilet and waking Dude. up in the middle of the night for flies. I know. This is, <laughs> it's like the worst Craigslist roommate thing you've ever heard. <laughs> What do you want people to take away from your music? I mean, it'd be really cool if they got some escapism from it or that you can just be a bit different and that's fine. You know, I kind of like started the whole EP because I just music really, because I like heard a lot of stuff on the radio and it was always about like the this this jock falling in love with the girl next door and i was like god i'm so far away from that um that i was kind of going okay well what happens if you kind of started to do it from my perspective which is like the the weirdo misfit 
who you know that weird kid in class who's probably eating paper that <laughs> we all know one of those um so i'd reckon it'd be cool if people found it safe in a place that they can just fit fit in with all their little quirks so tell the folks listening at home and all over the world where they can get their hands on your music well i'm on at Rithos world on all social media and yeah it's basically got some singles coming out and then the ep past september and then it's kind of non-stop from there i'm super excited about it super super excited about it well thank you so much for uh taking a little bit of time out of your day to talk to me about you and talk to me about your music i've enjoyed this immensely no dude thank you so much this has been really 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 fun i really enjoyed it thank you man thanks for listening to headliners we'll be back next week with an all-new episode Don't forget to subscribe and leave a review. For more information about the show, visit us at www.yourlifethemicstate.com. Headliners is a Spring Break 83 production in association with Rod Wharton Productions. All rights and trademarks reserved.